Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 16. It's like a heat. <laughs> That's where you're supposed to come in singing the backup. Heat wave. Oh, <laughs> I've never heard that song before. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to yeah. have to have I'll a... YouTube it later. Okay, next episode is going to be like Motown hits for Sarah. <laughs> um... We have a coworker that's going to be thoroughly disappointed in you. I Paul is that? Yeah. No, Gary. Oh. Motown, oh. Detroit. Come on. Yeah. He's not gonna. He's not gonna like that. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have some, several guests involved. I feel like. <laughs> um, but Motown we're for our first heat wave in Ohio oh. of the season. I know. Um, I'm not I, ready for it. I know. My yes. mom's taking um, Lucas to the zoo this weekend, which I actually forgot about until she reminded me about 30 minutes ago oh (laughs) but I have it written on my chalkboard um and it's been there for months it's just just how often I look at that but uh yeah so she told me to make sure that he wears swim trunks because after the zoo depending on the weather and how everyone's feeling they might go hit up the water park afterwards I'm like it's just so hard for me to believe that already the year is creeping up on almost halfway over and school's going to be over for the kids next week it's getting to be Remy is done summertime. today finished it out for her yes Thank the lord <sighs> man I'm not cut out to be a school teacher I don't I feel like that we handled it like champions this year I do and I kind of feel like somebody should have got us like a, here's your bottle of wine you survived the year as a teacher <laughs> while you home worked and homeschooled and the home <laughs> right where's act? our teacher I don't know. gift right that's what I'm saying no I'm really thankful I don't know the kids have good teachers and everything was okay for the year but man am I just glad 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 to be done with it um I don't know I'm not ready for this heat though I think it's gonna be weird for us so for our listeners that aren't from Ohio uh lately our weather here has been absolute crap and uh, for example, with the baseball games last week, we had two late games that started at 7.30. We didn't get done until after 9. And by that time, we had, like, coats and blankets on. It was, like, I don't know, mid-40s. Crazy cold for baseball season. Yeah. And this weekend, we're going to be, like, I don't know, low 90s. So, mm-hmm. quite the extreme. Yeah. Although, you know, I'm a I'm a walker. I have to be walked like a little terrier and Eric and I went for a walk this evening after dinner because I just needed to get out of the house and get some fresh air and I was already planning our walks for Friday night (laughs) and also oh um, see this is where we're so different (laughs) uh because I was like oh I should I've been on this kick where I've been push mowing the yard for some extra exercise even though we have a riding like tractor type mower that usually Jeff uses to mow the yard uh, I've been getting out there and getting my workout in, except for I literally should have probably done it tonight because I think every day the rest of this week, like, it's just going to keep getting hotter. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm really not in the mood to sweat. Like, I'm sitting outside right now. And after, um, after we're done with the podcast tonight, I'm probably going to bring my crochet stuff out here and sit out here and crochet until it gets maybe too dark to see my yarn or I get ate up by mosquitoes or something. I don't know. Uh, see, that's yet? what I worry I about. I love when it's like lightning bug time, but I'm not yeah. a fan of those mosquitoes. No. Neither uh, am I. Sure. But, like, I just need some fresh air. And I've got the air on in the oh, house, yeah. so it's not hot in there. But I just, oh, like, I just need some air. I feel like I'm just in the house 
too much. Yeah, <laughs> I, need I agree. Some fresh air. That's how I feel when I get outside and vote too, because I just throw my little earbuds in and sing mm-hmm. my heart out. So just get some fresh air and I don't know. So, okay, that's a good point though. So like, if you, okay, you're going to go out and crochet tonight or whatever when it's 9,000 degrees this weekend. Do you like, do you change up the yarn that you use? Like, or do you just keep on with the super jumbo or bulky or whatever? Like just whatever suits your project. Well, I really do not care to use the heavy, chunky yarn in the summertime. And I'm not motivated to make anything that needs that heavy yarn (laughs) in the summertime. Because I'm definitely not thinking about scarves or hats or blankets or anything during that time of the year. I will use cotton yarn sometimes to make maybe smaller projects like dish rags and things. But the last thing I want to be is underneath of a blanket working on something and it's super hot out i guess i'm still so new that i am a hundred thousand percent enticed by the super jumbo bulky yarn because (laughs) it doesn't take me six months to complete a project yeah it's quick it's easy to work with it works out pretty easy and fast right now i'm working well i'm working on our soon-to-be co-worker niece Mm -hmm. uh a blanket for her and i'm i've actually doubled the worsted yarn I've got like an ivory and like a sage green and I've got it I'm just working both skeins at the same time and I like doing that one it gives it kind of a unique color pattern but two I feel like it helps it work up a shade faster so I don't know it's working out so far although I might have bit off a bit more than I can chew it's 91 stitches a row and I I work them in like sets of four rows because it's a four row repeat pattern Right. And I feel like I've been working on it for about a month now. And I've got about, I don't even know, like eight inches worth of a baby blanket done. So I'm going to have to kick it in high gear here soon. <laughs> just Something. slip knot it and then just tell her that for each year, you'll add another row. <laughs> just stop it where I'm at now. and save Right. It, uh... Until she's an adult. And then she'll have a big blanket. I'll just say it's like a really long burp rag. Yeah, here's this custom yes. crafted really long burp rag. Right. <laughs> what are you working on right Start now? One day when she's older. Um, an American flag blanket for my mom. Oh, okay, like mine. Get around to it. Yes. Ah, I need to post a picture of that because it's I so told awesome. Her about it tonight, um, when I was talking to her, she was asking what I was working on, and I said, "Well, I started your American flag blanket." I said, "I'm on." the fifth stripe now well I'm, I'm gonna start the sixth stripe tonight and um she's like oh I thought you said you had some ahead of mine I said I did but I finished them a year ago <laughs> that's <laughs> so hilarious just now getting to it but it's just for one it's a blanket and you know how I feel about blankets and I'm sure all of our listeners also know that I have a love-hate relationship with blankets because I just feel like that they just drag on forever not to get off subject but whatever happened to your largest blanket ever that may involve some curse words a single four letter curse word that starts with perhaps the letter f yeah Uh, Yeah. it is the best thing ever but i just don't even know this would have been like a lifetime project for me guys because i'm really slow bed with a lot of overhang um so I priced it at, I mean, 
what for the time and money and stuff that I also put into it, I didn't think that I priced it too out of the water. So I priced it for three twenty, and nobody's bought it yet, and that's fine because I'm not selling it for penny less. <laughs> than I don't think that that's a I bad put price, too much though. into it. No, I didn't either. Well, and I guess because I also know how much time you put into it, and like that's it's. I mean, it's a really unique. It's not your standard grainy square or standard, you know, type of yeah. afghan, if you will. It's very uh, unique. It's amazing, actually. But Well, and I did the math on it with the time that I put into it and the amount of yarn and all that kind of stuff. So what I priced it at was very reasonable for what I put into it. And I don't feel bad about pricing it for that. So, it, I mean, nobody's bought it yet, and that's fine. Somebody will eventually, and I'll just wait until that time. Yeah, the problem because... is, is I can't take it, though, to, like, craft shows and stuff. So, oh, my gosh. Like, They'll every... be, like, your band. Gonna see yeah. They, I feel, yeah, I feel like they'd be like, and that's inappropriate. Pack your shit and go. <laughs> but it's so funny. Oh. I don't know. I love it. Um. Okay. Dirty look of the week this week. I'm giving two shortages. Not of anything specific because this will take us down a whole road of I don't even know what, but I read something yesterday and I don't want to alarm anybody, but they're trying to push an agenda that there is a yarn shortage. There cannot be. Here's what made me laugh. There definitely cannot be a yarn shortage because they clearly don't know how crocheters and knitters hoard yarn. (laughs) So like jokes on them, there might be a shortage at the stores, but we've got yarn for years. Yeah. For sure. Don't know. But they were saying like in certain markets and maybe some of our listeners can give us some feedback. Like I read that in India, there is a shortage of cotton yarn because it's been really hard to get it in and out of the country uh, in bulk quantities. And obviously, I mean, everybody listening probably saw somewhere on the news about the ship being stuck in the canal. That's what I was going to say. It's all the yarn on the Suez Canal. It must have been. <laughs> all the cotton yarn, at least. I don't know. But uh, it's it's funny, I think, for us because we work in supply chain logistics so it's comical to me to hear people like pushing the agenda of i get why they're saying there could be a shortage but here's the thing i feel like listeners don't think i'm crazy when i say this but i feel like some of these shortages are made up oh they're like what's that we've got extra quantity of cough drops in the back let's tell everybody there's a cough drop shortage Mm -hmm. like well and i And people need something to panic about. And I don't, I feel like the human race, not anybody in particular, but just people in general are dramatic. And if there's not something to be dramatic about, they're going to make something up to be dramatic about. I mean, I think we need to refocus this energy though. Like let's get more passionate about, there is a shortage of parents spending quality time with their kids everybody panic give them days off to go spend time with their families like i have spent the last 400 days with my family okay maybe i was just trying to find a way to get out of work Uh, i'm just kidding but you know what i mean though like i oh i do i feel like if they want to stimulate this economy give all the moms that have homeschooled a spa day 
bring it on. We will go spend yeah. at the spa with our spa money. I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, it's kind of off topic of what we normally do, but I would be interested to to hear how things are working for other listeners in other countries. So here in the U.S. where we are, uh, obviously, like it did everywhere, COVID tanked the world. But mm-hmm. here there's been like some stimulus money handed out by our government uh, to the citizens to try to help get our economy moving again and help everybody get through that might have been out of work or you know, different situations, but I'd be interested to see in how it's working in other countries. So if anybody wants to give us feedback, we'd, that'd be really cool. Yeah. My stimulus money paid off credit cards from when I stimulated the economy several times over, over the last 10 years. Yes. I <laughs> agree. Uh, I agree. Amazon ads and <laughs> Etsy and everything. Etsy, I'm I'm worse on Etsy than I am on Amazon. I know there's a lot of people that are Amazon shoppers, but I am diehard Etsy. See, shopper. I don't buy as much on Etsy because uh I don't know. Like if I need like a personalized gift or like we recently planned a baby shower, I looked mm-hmm. a lot on there for different things. Like it's definitely useful, but for me I feel like Amazon is, uh, it's just so hard. Okay, I want to I wanna hate them because they just dominate and I don't like that. Right. But then the other half of it is that they dominate and you can't find half of the stuff that they have anywhere else and it's such cheap prices. Mm-hmm. I and don't know. And it gets you like, with that quick shipping and everything else. Because yes. let's be honest, women are impulse buyers. And if if you can get it right now and get it soon and you don't have to wait very long for it and it's at a decent enough price, women will buy it every time. And it's scientifically proven. So I know there's probably a lot of people out there that think I'm picking on women for being impulse. I mean, you are a woman, so I feel like you have the right to do so. I know, but everybody's got to be offended about True, that is hashtag true story. (laughs) Everybody's got to have a soapbox. Everybody's got to have something to cry about but scientifically proven that women are impulse buyers and if we can see it and touch it and buy it and all that then we want it right now we're probably the reason why they have the little uh candies and things that check out lines i'm sure honestly i feel like kids drove that to be honest yeah that could be true candy too. bars screaming kids Yes. I don't know. Impulse buying, I do agree. It's it's definitely more women, I feel like, than men. Because with with Jeff, I'll use him as an example. I can tell him I want something. He will research it for days to find not only the best price, to scour through reviews and every possible which way you could apply. Maybe a coupon code. Like, that's his thing. So if there's ever anything anybody wants, uh, he will find you the best price. But for me, I'm like, what's that? Shiny new knitting needles? Put them in the card. Like, <laughs> I'm like that too. And you know that I have just a stupid, obscene amount of yarn, but I'm like that with yarn. I will see a color that I want. I will have no project in mind for it at all, but because the color caught my eye or it was squishy or something. I, I know. I am it. not super sad about that, though, if I'm being honest, because I will take your yarn hand-me-downs any day. <laughs> I feel like I benefit from this. 
habit that you have. I mean, we have to get together sometime and organize it. Okay, <laughs> game on. Because it's, I mean, it's so bad. Nothing is, and I had it organized a little bit, but now it's to the point where I'm never in there. So if I get yarn or whatever, or I'm working on a project or something, and I set it down for a little bit, I literally just toss it in there and whatever it lands on, it lands on. And so it's just like mountains and heaps of yarn and blanket and scarves and all that. But I need to get some totes or some kind of organizational system going to where everything kind of has a place. Like the yarn has a place because I've got the little cubby things, but like the finished products need a place. Um, And preferably something to where I can, I know what's in it. Um, See, I've just been searching using like quarter gallon and gallon size Ziploc bags and then labeling it because I also Mm -hmm. don't have a way to store finished products and I don't want them to smell like I don't know gain wax melts in my thing or you know people are I'm very sensitive to different scents like oh god anything floral it's a no Um, I can really only do like and this is probably why I'm such a big girl here, but I really enjoy like fruity scents and baking type scents, whether it's candles too. or potpourri or anything like mm-hmm. that. I can't do like some of these like freesia or sweet pea. Oh my God. Yeah. I, can't. I like the fruity citrusy scents and the spring and summer and then the warm like cookie scents and the fall and winter. Yes. Give me all the lotions that smell like tanning lotion or the beach uh-huh. because I agree nothing is better than like I mean it's starting to get greener here in Ohio of course but a lot of months of the year we're kind of like this weird drab brown everything so I thoroughly enjoy like cracking open some coconut lotion and being like that's right beachy smell mm-hmm. yeah well and I feel like there's a fine line sometimes between um, smelling, you know, like a bakery and then smelling like a Yankee candle store because <laughs> I, so I, I think that use I mean the Yankee candle store, I can't even I can't walk in one, let I alone walk past one. Right. Well that's what I was just gonna say. So back in uh my second career, I've only ever had like four jobs my whole life, which I guess is good, but I worked at Pier 1 Imports for like four years. I worked and floated several different stores, and I don't know how I did it because I mean, they've got tons of candles and patchouli sprays and just some crazy stuff, and it wasn't bad, but I almost wonder if that's why it's so bad for me now, because over the years like it just, I don't know, got me. I'll never forget, here's a funny story. When I worked there, the general manager was like, I was hired on as a temp to help, like, open the store. Oh. I was in high school, but I, I guess I did an okay job. They hired me on permanently, like, as a sales associate. Uh, but we were getting some training from this, like, regional or general manager type lady. Big deal. You know, they made a big deal about it. And she asked me on the spot what my favorite candle was. And they had uh, a candle that was like a baked cookie type candle. Yeah. But I panicked and said half baked. <laughs> and wanted to die because it took me a minute to realize what I said. But like everybody in my group kind of like smirked at me like, what? I can't believe you just said that. 
I uh, wanted to die. I, was I like, would I mean, died. Yeah. Fresh baked cookie. I'm so sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Well, it, it's never fun to be put on the spot. Like no, with I, rapid fire questions either. No, but it sucks because for me personally, I break out in hives anytime I'm nervous. It's, you do. It's a mm-hmm. super horrible thing that happens. And I don't know why. Uh, I've had it my whole life like this, but it's it's off the hook. Like I had a teacher one time stop me mid presentation because she thought we might have needed to call the squad or get the nurse. <laughs> because the more pressure is on, the worse the hivage gets. And it's just pretty terrible. But yeah, I was all hived out that day. I mean, it's it almost gets to look like a sunburn. If you could imagine flushing yeah. cheeks, but like flushing whole body. I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm a walking hive. Yeah, I don't like to be the center of attention with anything. So whenever anybody's asking for volunteers or asking, you know, for responses to something or when you were in school and how to read aloud in class like I read perfectly fine I just didn't want to do it in front of anybody and I feel like yes I relate to those memes that say um you've probably seen them on Facebook or wherever that are like where my anxiety started and it (laughs) says like you know I used to count each student and who was reading what so I knew which line to practice before it got Mm -hmm. to me and that is so real real life yeah yeah, I just want to blend into the background. Like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't even acknowledge my existence. Let's just get through this process. And <laughs> I mean, on. I feel the same way now about I loathe video chats and video yes. conferences. I yeah, absolutely I despise them. Yes. Um, I just I hate being put on the spot. And here we are talking to nine different countries right now. <laughs> I feel like it's so different because I feel like, I don't know, we're very real with our listeners and I hope that they appreciate that, but we don't, I mean, we don't edit anything out. This is the real us. We are 45 hour a week plus workers. And this would be the same conversation that we would be having on the phone right now, except for we're letting other people in. I mean, it just was a whole lot more fun this way for sure. But I don't know, we keep talking about doing this YouTube channel thing, and we might have to do that, like, maybe, like, once a month, we could have a a get-together, especially now that mm-hmm. it's, it is getting warm, but yeah. do something to where, you know, we could have a video and show some of our stuff we're working on. We need to, I don't know, we'll work on it, folks. We're trying. Yeah. But talking to everyone, I feel like, is, I don't know, it's just way different. Like, if we were to be like, okay, everyone... All of our listeners, let's get on a Zoom call. First of all, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that to anybody else because I just feel like if I don't like them this much, nobody else probably thoroughly enjoys them either. No. But yeah. I don't I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. So for now, this is what we do. We podcast and it's super fun because we just get to open up our day-to-day lives with all of you guys and and hope that you keep coming back each week to hear our shenanigans. Yeah, and I think we we try to have different topics from week to week to where it's not, like, we're not redundant or repetitive, you know, but I don't know. I think it's going really well. I mean, we're, what, episode 16 now? We are uh, episode 16, and like you said, we are in nine countries, which mm-hmm. personally blows my mind. It but- does. I don't know. I think that it's cool. I don't know. So if anybody's listening, I mean, 
talk to us about what topics you do want to hear or talk to us about your impulse buys. What do you impulse buy on Amazon? I see the, honestly, the things that get me on Amazon are usually these stupid little kitchen gadgets Mm. that I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that. It's a, well, prime example, I might've bought a meatballer slash cake baller. It kind of looks like scissors and it makes a giant ball, giant, way too big for a cake pop. Uh, you might look for a mini meatballer if that's what you're looking for. Because <laughs> we tested that out. It was a no-go. Yeah. Um, it was like a cake pop the size of a dang softball. Well, you know, I've been very into, like, prepping over the last year or so. That's, like, my Amazon thing right now. I'll get on Amazon. Like, I must get a solar oven. Like, I <laughs> But that's where, that's where I'm at. I need a sewing machine. That is that has a hand crank. <laughs> I mean, just the dumbest. Okay, thing, I'm but... gonna venture out on a yeah. limb here. It sounds like you need drum roll, please, a generator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just maybe that too. I don't. We might have had a colleague in the past that actually told us we needed a Pez dispenser of Xanax. But here's the thing: if I am not anxious, I'm not productive. Like, I feel like I have to constantly be on my toes about something because in that way, when I thrive in chaos and I feel like when nothing is going on, I'm like, okay, when's the shoe, you know, going to drop when, when's the the world going to end basically. And then, and I'm like, things are going too well right now. (laughs) I know. And I, I find myself, I agree. I sometimes procrastinate hashtag more than sometimes. (laughs) Um, But then when it's like, I'm down to the wire and it's freaking go time because I have procrastinated. Now I've got to get the spreadsheet done. And like, I get crazy and I can bust out some work, man. But I wish I could keep like the psychopath bust out some work mode all the time i feel like starbucks would really have to sponsor us to make that happen <laughs> like yeah. an IV pump of cold brew just going at all times i don't know how eric deals with me sometimes because he's very relaxed and just very nonchalant about everything i mean the street could literally be on fire and he's like i'm sure the fire department's gonna be here anytime like <laughs> you know what i mean i'm outside with like buckets and but I don't I, don't I know. think if there was I, ever I, a fire then we're probably in trouble with both of our husbands because if there was a fire and Eric said oh it's probably handled here <laughs> if there were a fire in the middle of the night and I woke up Jeff he'd be like I don't see any flames wake me up if you do like he'd go back to sleep I don't know I feel like yeah. we might want to invest in some more smoke just, detectors for both of us right but does Honeywell yeah. want to throw us a sponsorship <laughs> that's just <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's just how he is. Like, it's just, if it's not personally affecting him or the kids or whatever, or the house or anything, like, it's just, it's not a I envy thought. that. I mean. And, right. And for me, I'm like, okay, I need to do A, B, and C, and I need to be to Z by tomorrow, and the world is probably going to end sometime within the next six months. So I'm going to need <laughs> whatever, but, and I know that's extreme, but that's just, that's just how, how I am. And See, I don't think it's extreme at this rate. I'm like, 
bring it on. I mean, let's go with no internet or no power for a bit and see how everybody likes life. Because I'm ready. Like, do it. Let's go. I wish our listeners could see me right now because I'm literally sitting in a lawn chair outside, like, bouncing my leg. And I have not sat still, I don't think, since I woke up this morning. But it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just nervous energy, I think. But I just feel like that's just how it is you know but I think that if I were to do anything to like medicinally or whatever to calm that like I would feel worthless because I'd be like no I should be doing you know blah 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 like I feel like I'm more productive this way but on that same note it comes in super handy when I'm crocheting and stuff because I'd be like okay I can't go to bed until I get 30 rows done tonight (laughs) or something you know but it's that's See, I'm the back only thing to, that's relaxing uh, to me. Our episode where I'm like, just finish this row. Just get this row done. I wish right. that I could. I'm just, I get up early. I mean, I know you get up early too, but I don't know. I am just always tired. I feel like, I mean, Remy last night was up at like midnight. She was very excited and nervous for a field day today. So she didn't go back to sleep till like 2 and then mm-hmm. we got up at like 6 or 6.30 and I don't know, by about 9.30 or 10-ish, man, I don't care if I've got another 12 rows to go. I'm like, whoop, it'll be there tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I just go to sleep because I am tired. Yeah. I, I have, It takes me a long time to wind down after the day. So after work, I do, you know, dinner. Or can I usually take a walk around the neighborhood or whatever? Um, clean up the house, all that kind of stuff. And then by the time it's time for me to sit down... Um, then that's like me time. And then I'm like, well, I need another like four or five hours of me time to feel like, (laughs) feel like I've actually done something today. So I don't usually go to bed until about 1130 or midnight, but it like, I like that time because it's just my time to do something for myself and not everybody else. Because by that time, by come about eight o'clock everybody should already be taken care of with whatever it is that they need and Eric is by that time getting himself ready for work and stuff so I just need to have some crochet and murder documentaries (laughs) I know I do love the murder documentaries as well as murder podcast I mean Mm -hmm. I know we record a podcast but we also listen to podcasts quite a bit uh the first podcast I got started on was S-Town and it kind of rocked my world so I don't know if anybody's looking for a good podcast to listen to that's that's a super I will warn you definitely some craziness and profane language in it but and you know every time I listen to podcasts it's just it's odd to me that I'm like there really are people like that you know and yes like that was a hundred percent real Right. And I'm like, I just, I don't, like, I've done some weird things in my day, but never, like, never documentary worthy. (laughs) Well, and what I like about podcasts, too, is it's like, no one's going to make a movie about S-Town, Alabama. Like, it's not, right. that's not going to be a thing, but that podcast was really, really big and kind of, you know, early on, podcasting is still so new that I think a lot of people just don't. Like, know what it is or, you know, don't want to, oh, I don't Mm -hmm. listen to that or, you know, whatever. But 
um, for me, I could not get the next episode fast enough from when the, like when it ended. I I don't like listening to them unless I can binge listen to them. Right. There are a few that I do follow that are like our kind of setup. You know, they might post once or twice a week. Um, and I do look forward to those, but if it's like a, um, I watched one, I or watched, good lord, I listened to one, and I think it was called Cold, and it was about uh, the missing case of, I think, was her name Susan Smith or Susan uh, Powell? Susan Powell, yes. maybe. Yes, oh, Josh, okay. uh, the dad with the two yeah. little boys. Yeah. Okay, I'm a terrible, terribly sad, terrible remembering name here, but there was a, a great podcast on that. And that one was so unique because uh, there was just a lot of real life audio diaries that she had made um, yeah, that were included like, in that. And this is just me on the outside looking in. But if you're making video diaries of what happens in case you go missing, you might want to zero in on why you think that you might go missing and then just go ahead and cut that part of your life. Well, OK, so did you listen <laughs> to this one? No, I haven't listened to it. I just uh, watched okay, the you thing need on to. So, Dateline or something, I think. It's not uh, so much like she... I mean, there were some emails and things that she wrote near the disappearance of her that she had started to suspect some things then. But it was actually during the time when technology was really just starting to kind of grow. So, like, the husband was super into, like, uh, recording and camcorders and whatever. Yeah. Uh and would always be filming and getting new equipment and messing with computers. And so like she had a recorder and would just record herself, you know, here's what she's doing or here and there, or uh, just all she, they recorded a, a trip she took with the father-in-law who was weirdly obsessed with her. Yes. And she recorded the whole thing and he didn't know. And like, because they always had this equipment around, it was it was more like they were learning how to use it. And they said that there were hours and hours and hours of the husband and recordings he had made and just different mm-hmm. philosophies he had and like crazy stuff just because they were super into technology. So right. uh, we listened to it. I listened to it when we went on the cruise because I could download the episodes and still listen to them in the plane. Right. So that's what I did. And on the cruise and oh, my gosh, it's. It's wild. Now, that one's pretty long, like, because there was so much, I guess, I want to use the word footage, but you're not watching anything, so it's right. not. There's mountains like, of evidence. Of yes, perfect. Stuff, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a really good one, too. But I don't know. I think that that's what, I don't know. It, it's a good one. I like listening to podcasts, and I like, I don't know, there's quite a few murder or ID channel type podcasts that I thoroughly enjoy. I don't know why. Is that weird? Like, no. I feel like there are probably millions of people that listen. If it was weird, I don't think that like shows like Dateline and stuff would have been on as long as they have been. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's one of my favorites. Oh, me too. Or like the first 48. Yeah. Uh, see, but it's weird. Like I could watch any of that on the ID channel and watch it falling asleep. But mm-hmm. let Paranormal Activity be on and I won't sleep for days. I mean, right. it's stupid because... I mean, the stuff on, like, First 48 or Dateline, that's real stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a Dateline podcast, too. I mean, not that we're just rattling off every podcast that exists today, but I really I like that podcast I listened to the Dateline well. podcast while I was making dinner tonight. I like it a lot. I was listening to the one about that um, Dipolito. What was, his name was Mike. Her name, 
gosh, I don't even remember now. Start with a D, I think. Um, she was the one that was in Florida and tried to hire a hitman for her husband, but like it was all on cops, like the TV oh. show cops and stuff. It was pretty pretty wild but i remember watching the cops episode that that one was on when it was first aired because i used to watch cops every saturday i really miss live pd me too me too especially this time of year because in the winter time like there wasn't ever a whole lot going on but in the summertime it was always popping off yeah and they had like i mean local to us franklin county ohio that's you know about an hour or so drive and Mm-hmm. It was you just never knew what you were gonna get. Usually somebody drunk, but I did. I yeah. did enjoy that show. I do miss it. Um, do you watch Wipeout? No. Are you uh, talking about the show where like they do like the course, like the? Yes. I don't. My dad really likes that show. We used to watch it when we were kids and stuff, but that was just never really like not the Ninja routine. Warrior stuff. It's right. Like, so they have a like new the... new version that's just come out. John Cena's the host. Okay. And I laugh out loud watching it because these people just get like catapulted. I mean, <laughs> it's it's out of control, but it does make me laugh and it's they've had some new episodes on of it. And then one of my favorite shows comes back in June and I'm really excited about it too. Um alone. I think I need to make you watch it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the one where we were talking about where you said that she was yes. the rabbits as puppets. And- yes. <laughs> yes. They just drop them off out in the wilderness and they got to, whoever lasts the longest gets the money. It's buku money, but I don't know. They all pretty much lose their minds by the end of it. Yeah, we need to watch that. I'm excited. Right. And at what point, like, is that amount of money worth basically oh. your sanity? See, I don't know. Might lose a couple okay. appendages of frostbite. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I could stand to probably lose like a solid. I mean, if you go by the BMI chart, which I think is total bullshit, but if you go by the BMI chart, hell, I could stand to lose a solid like 150 pounds probably. So, like, I feel like I'd be pretty safe there. It'd be a it'd be a quick. I think the longest anybody's ever stayed in is like 90 days. So, okay, three mm-hmm. months of my life, I'd lose a whole lot of weight if I didn't die, and. I'd have a lot of money and I'm really motivated. But I, how much money? Like, is it a million dollars? Because that's not enough money. I think it is. I think it's like a million dollars <laughs> or half a million. Oh. Now, not to sound greedy or anything here, but I feel like a million dollars is not a lot of money these days. Like, for people like us, it is because, you know, we'll never see that kind of money in our life. But, like, when you think about all these people who it used to be like a big thing to be a millionaire, and now it's like every town has like a billionaire in it. You know what I mean? That. Yeah, I think I could live a pretty solid life with a million dollars. And I, I'm really refraining from singing some bare naked ladies if I had a million dollars. I just want everyone <laughs> to know that. It's it's really pulling strong, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back. I'm gonna um, need five hundred million if they're gonna put me out in Antarctica <laughs> or something. See, I don't know. A million dollars, I could buy a house outright, like not owe anything on it. Yeah. I could pay for my kids schooling and take some cool vacations and then just live my life all i want is some land grow our food we're gonna all do the homeschooling all homeschool lucas too you can do our meal planning like we're just gonna build this compound and make it happen a million dollars we could make it happen we're gonna get alpacas yes look if i promise alpacas you're in i know it (laughs) yes um I saw um, someone had some alpacas. We drove past someplace. 
not too long ago and they had alpacas outside and I was like, would it be weird for me to go over there and knock on their door and be like, hi, what is it that you do with their hair though? Like, are you selling that? Do you spin it? Like, what's the so, situation? Okay. What's the angle? So <laughs> like, that. say I'm her and I say, nah, we do nothing with it. Do you want it? Like, what's your approach yes. to this here? Yes. yes. So then you're going to be Amazoning like a spinning wheel. How does that happen? Because I've Maybe. only, I need to do more research. I've only ever heard of spinning in wasn't it Rapunzel that they spun the? Was it her or was it Sleeping Beauty? I don't know. They spun. I've never gold, seen either of the movies, they? so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know. I never watched any of those. I feel like I'm failing movies. as a girl mom right now that I don't know the answer to this question. Um. Yeah. I don't know. They. Um. <laughs> but I've seen videos um like on YouTube and stuff, and what they do is like they take the hair and like they put it out on like this net thing and like brush it out kind of and wash it and then they brush it again or something and then they spin it through the I don't know it's a whole process but I'm gonna look it up but I wouldn't mind to you know learn how to do it but yeah I I mean I'm sure if you have alpacas like you're doing something like you're not just keeping a field of alpacas for pets I bet most people that with farm animals have an all alternative purpose that they have to find for an unsuspecting 4-h alpaca kid (laughs) like like hey kid give your mom my number after the fair yeah yeah so (laughs) i don't know but yeah i was like would it be weird for me to just go to these unsuspecting strangers houses and just say hi so what is it that you're doing with the alpaca hair back there and how do i get my hands on it all i'm gonna ask in advance for our listeners sake Please record this when you do so that we can post follow-ups to our Facebook like. And here's Sarah as she's trespassed out of this person's right. property. Right. Someone's shooting at Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Some Why? of it you go in some of the hills around here, you just don't know. I don't know. Right. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I would make sure that it's in a relatively safe area. And I mean, I'm pretty sure fields. like I need an alpaca farmer to let me know the what's the deal with the alpacas because right. I'm sure you don't, don't eat them you probably don't milk them right <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so the only I've never considered it but here's what we're gonna do for hair I'm gonna I'm gonna search it up as Remy says I'm gonna search it up on Facebook I'm gonna look on the Google <laughs> <laughs> yes as Pap says the dot common <laughs> like it's like it's a common ground he calls it dot common but uh. I'm gonna look I'm going to search it up on the dot common and <laughs> I'm going to find someone on Facebook that's an alpaca farmer. And I'm just going to be like, look, we have a podcast. Can we ask you a couple questions? Surely they won't be yeah. like weirded out by that, right? <laughs> I don't, I hope not. You know what'll happen? I'm going to go to their, to everyone's like weird folder of unread messages from people you don't know. <laughs> I never know how to get to that folder. So when I finally do find it again, there's always like 30 messages. Yes. In there. So, if I've ever not answered a message and it's because we're not friends, I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to be a hater or ignore you. I just don't know how to get to that folder from my phone. And I never log in on a computer. Well, and it's like Facebook knows that there's spam a lot of times, too. Right. You know what I mean? Because the ones that are always hidden are the ones where, yes, it's definitely someone trying to scam me <laughs> every right. time. Hello, beautiful. Not today. ISIS. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, today. You know, my sister uh, had a funny response to that that I have taken over and it's pretty much shut it all down. But anytime I would get those weird messages, 
You know how you can request money on Facebook? Yeah. That's what I would do in response every time. Hello, my dear. And I'd be like, request $10. And then it would be like, <laughs> delete. This person has deleted their whatever. Uh, oh, so if you're ever out there, just uh, request money. It usually works as a getting them out of here. Oh, I love well, it. Well, I don't know. Um, listeners, give us feedback. We want to hear a couple of things. Let's recap. We want to know, is your country doing stimulus money? Or what is your country doing about all of the COVID craziness? Uh, we would be interested in that. We are interested to know about your impulse buys. We'll have to talk about it next week because I know we've already talked so long. But impulse buys, next week we're talking about stocks. Stocks? Like the stock market? Yes. Okay. Because there's an app that makes it really handy to kind of do some impulse buying there. Uh, That could be dangerous. But yeah, so we're interested. And are there any shortages? Like what shortages are you going through here? I'm sure it's been all over the media. We're going through shortages and everything. Chicken, beef, gas, yarn, Mm -hmm. life. I don't know. It's it's out of control. But um, you can find us on Instagram. Talk with us there. Sarah will check you out. We are at needles hooks dl uh facebook we are the same at needles hooks dl or you can email us spelled all the way out needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com yes so i don't know find us message us interact with us we love it let us know if you have alpacas alpacas we're gonna we're gonna find you farmers and find out what we do for sarah because (laughs) i don't know if i can ask them about the milking but i'll try to work it in (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure alpaca milk isn't a thing. I don't think I've ever seen that. We're about to find wrong, out. Though. Stay tuned next week. See what we find out. Yes. Bye. Bye.